Welcome to the Makeshift Podcast. We have a very special guest here today. She's from New Jersey. She's an artist. Alus, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm Alus. I'm an artist, singer, songwriter, musician. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. We're probably, our audience is probably thinking, how do we get connected? Um, how is she on the podcast? Well, you actually DM'd us on Instagram and you said, love your TikToks or something along those lines. We replied. Yeah. We thought it'd be a great opportunity to be able to connect. Um, I want to know, and this is just a, you know, personal myself, how did you find our TikTok? Which TikTok did you see first? What do you like about our channel? Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. So I'm such a huge TikTok consumer. I constantly scroll on the app. Just, I'm sure like all of us, you know, before I go to sleep, I find myself on there for a little, little too long. Um, and I was actually looking at your page today. I really like, I don't know, it's very, uh, I don't know if I would say, infor- would you say informative? Is that what you would kind of call your like content? Like it's very, the, not informative, but like the format is very easy to comprehend. Like you have the text on the screen, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. And I think that's what keeps the consumer on a TikTok page. So you had me right off the hook, like you hooked me in, you know? So that's what I loved about your content. And yeah, I have to, I have to message somebody when I like their work because I appreciate it as an artist. If somebody reaches out to me and says, Hey, I really like your song, regardless of how many followers they have or, you know, whatever they have going on. I just like appreciate the love because sometimes you don't know unless somebody tells you, you know, you can see streams all over the world, but if somebody doesn't message you and say it, it's like, where are you people? Like, you know, so yeah. So I, I just had to reach out. For sure. I, I love to hear that we're informative because sometimes I'm informing Zach as we film because he's not the best guesser sometimes. And sometimes I'm not the best guesser either with anything, but that's great to hear. I'm all over the place uh, in the videos. And I think I know that and I embrace it. You know, it's part of being a uh, part of the brand. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You are from New Jersey. Um, can I ask where in New Jersey? We're, we're originally from central Monmouth County. Um, where are you yeah. from? I'm Morris County. So I grew up like, I would say it was like 30 minutes from the Lincoln Tunnel. Um, so yeah, I'm familiar with Monmouth. You're near the beach, no? Oh, yeah. 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 Asbury is our beach. That's that's. Where oh, my God. Oh, I remember going down there like in high school and like going to the little boardwalk they have there. And just, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I was up north. So yeah, it's a great spot. I'm up in, uh, I'm up in Jersey City now. Brian's still down in Monmouth County. So right in between Morris, Morris County, you know. Yeah. Are you visiting the beach at all this summer? Oh yeah. What do you have a, do you have a beach that you typically go to? When I was like younger, my family had a house in Long Beach Island. Oh, love that. Yeah. It was beautiful. So nice. Um, and then as I got older, you know, when you're in high school, you do those like weekend trips to like, not the nicest beaches. (laughs) Like you might go to like, I don't know, like, you know, everybody did seaside at one point, which is like nasty. (laughs) Um, And I could say that because like I'm born and raised in Jersey, like no hate, like we know what it is, you know, being in Jersey. Um, But yeah, like even even like Belmar, I remember going to like friends that had houses, you know, there in the summer, you know, Memorial Day weekend, you know, those types of things, uh, Point Pleasant. So I'm familiar with the Jersey Shore, you know, I was never like a guidette or whatever, because that was actually before my time. But I was young watching, you know, watching that unfold. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I know some people like of the age that had like the Jersey Shore filmed while they were going out to Seaside or wherever they were. And they said it was actually annoying. It's like, you know, you have to sign like a a contract before you go in or like a statement thing saying that, you know, if you're on camera, you're okay with it going on TV and everything. Um, But yeah, happy you missed that uh, little cutoff because I heard it wasn't (laughs) you got the true Jersey Shore experience. So awesome. You're from Jersey. Um, we did have some questions uh, based off New Jersey, some debates, heavy debates of New Jersey. Okay. I'm going to hit okay. you with the first one. Does central, debates. does central Jersey exist? Oh, this, I feel so bad. Um, you know what? I'm going to say yes and give it to them because, but this is why I was a cheerleader, competitive cheerleader at in North Jersey at a certain, um, you know, a certain like, uh, all-star competition cheerleading place, not through high school. This is like extracurricular activity. My mom would drive me to practice. And we used to go against this team called, if I'm not mistaken, CJA, which is like central Jersey, something. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? You guys have heard of them? I heard of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Well, Brian's cousin cheerleaded and like outside of school and stuff. So maybe she, she was a part of that. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I think she actually was a part of one, one of those central Jersey things. She's originally from North Jersey like you, but she also competitive competitively cheerleaded and it sounds familiar 
Yeah. So I think that their name was like central something. And that's how I associate like central Jersey because of like, that's what I know about it. Um, so yeah, for that reason, yeah, why not? Sure. I'll give it to them. I love to hear that central Jersey people ourselves. We, we greatly appreciate being recognized <laughs> that we're yeah. an area on the map. I just think like, what, what is it geometrically? Like it's broken into thirds. We're right in the middle. It's where we exist. That's where we live. Thank you for recognizing yeah. us. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. This is true. All right. I have a question for you. Is it, I think I know your answer to this, but is it pork roll or Taylor ham? Taylor ham. Oh, you're right. Taylor (laughs) ham, you guys have different, okay. We used to say Taylor ham, egg and cheese. That's fair. It doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. Wait, you guys say pork. I know some people say it, but okay. We're in the area I was like, and let me also tell you this, which is like so ironic because I don't even eat meat anymore. I stopped eating meat. Like actually when I graduated high school, which we're not going to say what year that was, but yeah, like uh, we used to go to like bagel. Everybody knows the bagels in New Jersey are the best bagels in New Jersey and New York. I mean, I'm in LA now and I can't find a bagel to save my life. I have to get something from the grocery store and it's just not the same. Um, and so before high school, we would go to like the local bagel place, which would be packed because the bagels there were just bomb, like so good. And we would say, can I get a Taylor ham, egg and cheese? And like, that was the standard, like the area I was in, you would say Taylor ham, egg and cheese. Now I know people say pork roll or whatever, but that's just what I was like raised knowing. So yeah, unfortunately, Taylor ham, egg and cheese. It's very fair. And, and the reason why I think is why it's split is because it's like cotton swab and Q-tip. Pork roll is the actual meat and then Taylor ham is the brand. So it's like a Hershey bar or a chocolate bar. If that mm-hmm. makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, absolutely. I've been in bagel shops in North Jersey where the menu says pork roll. So sure, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like this, sure it does. All right. That's like, I don't see any Taylor ham on the menu down in, you know, South and Central. That's all I'm saying. It's a two thirds sure. dominating. The, uh, <laughs> I'm sure it does say that. I don't know, but that's just what I was like raised saying. And like all my friends in school, we would say Taylor ham. So I don't know. That's just what I was used to. Maybe Maybe like other people say the other thing, but yeah, Taylor ham is what I know. But now I don't say it at all because I don't even order that. So there you go. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> all right. The next question we have is to pump or to not pump your own gas. Never. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only answer. What a sin that is. Like, even when I first came out to LA, I was like, I had a rental car and I was like, what do I do? Like, I was like at the gas station, like, so how do I do this? And I like the guy would help me at the gas station. And now it's so funny. Cause I ended up getting a Tesla. So I still don't pump my own gas, <laughs> you know? So now, and I got this car before I even knew that gas prices would be crazy. Like literally last year. So, um, you know, I was thinking ahead of that. I didn't even realize I was kind of helping myself out. Cause now gas out here is like almost $7 or something. I don't know. That's yeah. what people are saying. So crazy. yeah, but no, we don't pump our own. I mean, New Jersey, we are one of the blessed states to not have to do that. And, and I say we, but it's like, I'm not even there anymore. It's just like my home. That's like where I was born and raised. So I say we, but yeah, no, we don't pump gas. No way. Never. That's, that's, that's the only answer. If it's raining, if it's cold, if it's hot, you'd want to be outside. Let that, let the person's getting paid to do it. Let them do it. Right. Uh, Right. All right. The last Jersey question we have for you. This is a big one. And I think it's going to be a tough decision. New Jersey beaches or Cali beaches? Oh, this is rough. Okay. Um, I have to go with California beaches. It's okay. Because, yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to say California. Okay. I know both beaches at this point. I can say I have like a healthy understanding of how both beaches are. Being born and raised in Jersey and going down to the Jersey shore like every single summer. I mean, since I was a baby, like I have pictures of me before I even knew what what was going on, like at the beach, you know, um, and we say down the shore. So like you guys say down the shore. So like, do these people say that? No, no, I just I think we just say just to the beach. To the At beach? least I say to the beach because you guys are closer. So yeah. maybe, depends like, who I'm talking to. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be like going down the shore. Are you going down the shore? Like. That's so funny. Cause like, that's another thing, like certain things like that people don't obviously people don't say around here. And I'm not going to say we're going to, I'm going to go down the shore. If I'm going to Malibu, I just say I'm going to the beach over here. But after seeing like the beautiful beaches in California, I mean, man, Jersey's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. Not wrong. 
<laughs> yeah, but I appreciate knowing both sides. I'll still go to the beach in Jersey if I'm home. So, you know, I still love it. Yeah. Plus, New Jersey beaches is the one of the worst beaches because you have to pay to go on the beach. And almost in every other state, you don't have to pay. I know that's ridiculous, right? Like we it pay taxes, ridiculous. but we can't like go on the beach for free. That's wild. It is crazy. You're like yeah. Mal- Malibu or Seaside. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad though. Cause it's like my home in Jersey, but like, man, Malibu, have you, if you guys like, if you see, have you ever been to California? Haven't been to Malibu. I haven't left like the East coast. I'm like a hamster, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When you do, you'll see there's like beautiful mountains and just these palm trees and just, it looks like a postcard, you know, and how are you going to put up, you know, like seaside to that? So yeah. Understandable. Very fair. Very fair. All right. Well, that covers the Jersey questions. Thank you for participating in that. I think we got a lot yeah. of good answers and uh, settled some debates potentially. Um, yeah. So moving into your music career and asking you uh, just a few questions within that realm. So just doing some research and your grandmother was a violinist that performed in Frank Sinatra's Rat Pack. Is that yeah. true? And did that have yeah. any influence so cool. on your, your music? Yeah. Yeah. So my grandmother, she went to Juilliard. She was classically trained in violin and she toured the world with the Rat Pack. I've heard some crazy stories about her. Um, Frank Sinatra was definitely a romantic. Um, and she was in like many symphonies. She played all over the world. I remember she lived in New York city across the street from Lincoln center. And she was just an avid lover and supporter of the arts. And she was one of the main people that supported me just like in my adolescence, like growing up, you know, you, you're always like sing when you're an artist and you, you know, you do this since you're a kid, you're always singing and being annoying and performing. And you want to just sing for it, like entertain everybody. And like, sometimes at family parties, people are like, shut up, <laughs> you know, but my grandma would be like, keep singing. And she would be like one of those people. Cause she understood the arts, you know? And, um, whenever I would visit her in New York, um, she, for like the weekend, she would bring me and my sister to like the Nutcracker or like just like ballets and shows. And we saw like every Broadway musical and she just knew everybody. Like she would go down to the pit and be like, say hi to my friend on the trombone. And this is my friend on the harp. Like she just knew everybody. And she was such a respected musician um, in New York. And it was so incredible to see that, you know, as a kid, because like I respected the arts so much because of her. So I definitely have to credit her for like understanding and, and, and even like listening to different types of music because naturally I would put on like Destiny's Child or Britney Spears and Mariah Carey being like a nineties, early two thousands baby. But then I would go to her house and, or like her you know apartment and just listen to Bach and Mozart. And she would like put it like loudly while we're like coloring and stuff. And I, I don't think I would have done that if I was alone, you know? So it was really cool to, to kind of understand that side of the, of like music in general. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That's a very interesting and like unique story. Um, so do you think that that was kind of where you got your inspiration for music and for like the arts and everything like that? I think I was born with it. I, I have to say because of her and my dad, um, you know, who's on that side of the family, it plays drums and trumpet. And then I just came out singing, like there's no rhyme or reason. Nobody gave me a microphone. Nobody encouraged me to do music. Although music had been in the family, um, like they, nobody told me to do this. And I just started singing as a kid. Like, that's all I knew. You know, people always ask me like, how long, like, when did you start singing or how long ago did you start doing this? I'm like, this is all I've done. (laughs) Like, this is all I remember ever doing. And it's because it was something that I just wanted to do. And I swear to God, I don't know where it came from. So I always say like, I think that music's in my DNA or in my blood, or I was born with something because you don't just do that. Like, you know, it's like drafts are born and they just know like, okay, start picking at trees or whatever. And like cats know like, okay, this is how you use the litter. Like I was born and I was like, ah, like I just knew to sing, like that's all I knew. So yeah, I think that she influenced that, you know, in my bloodline or something. That's pretty awesome. Zach can actually hit that note too. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to ask me. I'm going to try to just for the content. No. <laughs> I'll spare you. I'll spare you. I'll spare you. <laughs> I knew I was like, once she did that, I was like, Brian's going to call me out and try I'm and get coming at it. Yeah. You know, you could go again. We could do a sing off if you want, but I don't know. I if think you wanna... I, you don't want, I don't want to embarrass myself like that. I'm already getting red. <laughs> um, your first mixtape was illustrious, correct? In 2014. Oh my God, you guys really did your homework. That's so nice. I told but Brian, also, I was, 
cringe right no okay go ahead <laughs> no I, t- I told brian i was i watched a bunch of hot ones like over the last like two weeks and i was like they ask such great questions i'm like i'm gonna dig in and do our research oh i love that but um but yeah so early in your career you had a series of cover albums that were remixes of popular songs um i think yeah. you had a ton of them from what i saw yeah like um, what, ins- what inspired that idea and how did that experience translate into your own original music so I remember I had managers at the time, like, tell me, you should do covers. You should do covers. And when you write your own music, you're like, no, I want to sing my own stuff. I want people to hear my own stuff. And then like, lo and behold, you know, you always arrive at the point that everybody recommends is like the greatest on your own. Eventually, I feel like um, if you don't take someone's advice, you kind of like have to learn the hard way. So I, one day I had started, a, like my YouTube channel had original music, but it did not like pop off like that. It was just like, I don't know. It had original songs, but you know, originals versus like records people know there was just something I hadn't tapped into. So I was like, let me try doing a cover. I actually went to the, it's like the weirdest story. I went to the gym one day and I remember the front desk guy would always talk to me. He would always like flirt with me. And he was like, look at this cover. Cause he knew I was a singer. He's like, look at this cover. And he showed me like Alex Ayono, I think is how you say his name. And he's like this cover. Uh, he did like, I don't know. I don't want to say cover artist Cause I think he's got his own music as well, but I think he started doing covers and I saw him sing on a microphone, like in his, in his like house or something. I was like, I could do that. Like I record myself. Why don't I just try this thing that everybody's been encouraging me to do. So one day I like recorded one dance and I did a mashup, like one dance and needed me one dance, a Drake song needed me Rihanna. And I was like, let me just throw this online, see what happens. I had red hair at the time and it like kind of did really good. Like, I think it has like, oh, it got over like a hundred thousand views, something. And I was like, not expecting that. Like I was thinking like a thousand people are going to see it. And then I'm just going to probably like keep doing what I'm doing. And I was like, okay, wait, there's like an audience here. And I learned that people like to look up covers. Like there's a, a market for people that will just scroll around and just watch covers. And that just led to, and since I recorded myself, it was so easy to get these covers out like same week that the record was actually released. So that led to an influx of like, I mean, I was releasing a cover a week. Sometimes I would do two covers a week. I think there was one week I challenged myself and I did like a cover every day, like craziness. And um, it just helped me grow my fan base. And I think like people like kind of got, were aware of some of the stuff that I was doing before then, at least in the tri-state area, because I would go to events and like people would come up to me. Like it was really weird how, how that happened. But I think on the internet, there's such a larger audience that you don't even know is there unless you tap into it. And those covers like helped me kind of find my tribe. And that's where the Alus Army started. And from there I was like, okay, now I'm releasing, you know, the covers did so well. Like Nicki Minaj shared a couple of them. I remember when XXX Tentacion like you know passed away rest in peace um the cover I did of sad like you know went crazy viral and it had like over a million views all of a sudden and I was like oh my god like people are like really paying attention to these covers and record labels were calling me because now you know when Nicki Minaj shares something they're like oh shit like this girl might blow up I want to be the first to get in line so I remember taking meetings and then I remember one meeting someone was like you know you kind of look like a cover artist on the internet and I'm like shit like <laughs> oh wait can i curse here am i allowed to curse yeah yeah you're for it okay <laughs> I'm like, can I curse? um yeah so i was like well that's not good so i i took you know i humbly like took a step back and was like they're kind of right because all you see is covers but little did these people know on the internet is like i was always writing original music i just ha- wasn't releasing it at the rate of the covers so i decided you know in 2020 to release the original music i had been writing this whole time in the fashion of the covers. Once a week, I would release a new song. So um, yeah, and I didn't know the pandemic was gonna happen and everyone was gonna be home anyway, you know? So it like ended up weirdly working out and it even helped grow my fan base even more. And at that point I was kind of like done with doing covers. Cause I was like, I have to make that transition for people to understand like, I've always been an artist. Covers were just a way for you to find me, you know? That's interesting. I, do you think that the, do you think that the pandemic helped your career out or do you think that it kind of, heard it at all as I, I hate to say like the pandemic was a very hard time we know this for yes. a lot of people and I don't want to say it was like a good thing but for creators and people that were on social media you really had time to work on social media you know and I'm sure you guys relate to this as well right <laughs> you know yeah. um, TikTok started to pop off when the pandemic was like in shutdown mode and it was just there was a lot of ways to be discovered online than before. And so I think it did help because 
people were sitting on their phones or sitting on their, you know, watching their TVs all day, you know, watching the news, what's the next update with COVID or whatever. Um, and just wanting to look like find entertainment. And so when I was releasing a new song every week, it's like, I'm annoying and I'm going to keep posting on social media. So eventually you're going to click. You might not click on the first song. You might not click on the 10th song, but like by the 30th song, I had people reaching out to me like, girl, you don't stop working. And I'm like, I've been here. <laughs> you know, like, he, like, thanks for joining. Keep watching. Stay tuned, you know, but yeah, I mean, I think it was a, it was a thing that it was a place, a time and place for us to all really buckle down and work. If that is what you did do for work. Yeah. We started in January, 2021. And it's like Brian and I always did separate things and never had the full attention that, you know, we wanted for each individual thing. And um, similar to your first cover that popped off, it's like, we got 600,000 views on the first video we posted. And we're like, wait, we gotta, we have to keep doing this. <laughs> like, right. This right. Up. And, and never, we never thought, like we thought maybe a thousand viewers, 2000 viewers of the first month of starting it. Um, and the reaction that we got, it's like, it's addicting and it keeps you going and it keeps that drive going. So can totally relate to that. Yeah, absolutely. So I only had one more question for you and uh, you kind of okay. mentioned it before releasing the music, um, over the course of, of every week, that was that project 52 shades of a less. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, so that idea kind of just sourced from, you know, wanting to, you know, put out as much music as possible and get people's attention. Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, it did start with me like taking meetings and people being like, you know, you look like a cover artist or whatever. Cause that's all people's, although I was releasing, like you, if you look at the timeline of my releases, it was like a lot of covers, but there were originals in between, just not as frequently because, you know, with the originals, I would want to drop a music video and do like a whole thing. You know, it's like, it wasn't, I didn't want to give, um, this, like, I didn't want to glaze over the, the originals. Like I had with the covers, the covers, I was just throwing up sticking, you know, see what sticks kind of thing. But with the original music, I had always wanted to shoot a video and do like a photo shoot and you just like a whole campaign. Um, and so they just didn't come out as frequently. So I was like, okay, people need to be attacked. Like just how I had attacked them with the covers. Like it has to be in your face. It has to be super obvious. So I just said, okay, 2020, I had like, I thought about this in like 2019 for probably like the earlier part of the year is like, I'm going to drop one song a week. I literally kept saying it to myself. I'm like, I got to do it. I got to do it because I had so much music in the vault. And what people didn't know was all this music I was writing was for other artists. Like I had been sending out songs for like just people for their albums that were looking for their albums, you know, if like Britney Spears or whoever was looking at the time for music, I would like write a song and like whoever I was working with at the time, they would just send it out. And then if they didn't take the record, or let's say they, I would hear, okay, I'm not going to say any names, but blah, 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 recorded it. I'd be like, yeah. And then be like, okay, are they going to put it on the album? And then I'd be like, no, I didn't make the album. I'd be like, okay, so, okay, I'll keep it. Like, you know, I mean, I would always want like somebody else to take a song. Like even to this day, I tell producers I work with, I'm like, if somebody wants any of the songs we do together, let me know. Like, <laughs> let me know because if Britney Spears are like not, I mean, Britney's doing her own thing. She's married now, whatever. But if, if Rihanna wants to sing my song, you better let her sing that song because I never want to be the artist that is like, you know, you hear these stories of like, look, she wants to keep it for herself. It's like, no, that is a game changer for me. Like, let Brianna sing the song. I would give anybody a record before I take it at any point, because that's only going to help me, you know? Um, so that, that's what was going on. I was just writing all these songs, had them in the vault. And then I just said, okay, 2020, it's time to drop one song a week and I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. And it's so crazy because now a lot of these records are getting synced, um, in like television and film uh and it's so crazy because I had never anticipated that being the outcome of these songs that I was just dropping once a week there's a movie coming out next month called Vengeance with Ashton Kutcher BJ Novak and one of my records I dropped in 2020 is in it and I'm like wow, oh my awesome. god that's so crazy like <laughs> I can't even fathom I didn't plan this it was just something to just show fans and build you know, let them know, like, these are original songs. And, and I've been working on these and I've been working really hard. And I want you guys to see and hear, and you might join the fan base at the 50th song, but guess what? Now you have a catalog of music you can go back to and listen to and become a fan of and really like dive into. And I think that's so exciting is when you discover an artist and you might like one song, but then you can do a deep dive and see like 50 other songs. And that was the intention of that, but it, it ended up working out in a weird way, like to this day. So, yeah. 
in terms of outreach and promoting your music and your brand, um, I read that you used to roam around New York City with your headshot and your resume. Were, were, demo, <laughs> were demo tapes part of that? Were you, were you pitching the songs during those, those runs? Oh my God, you really did your homework. Oh my I'm God. so Come proud of myself. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> I am proud of you because I sit with people and sometimes they're like, so what do you do? And I'm like, what? <laughs> you interview um, Yeah, so this is before I had started recruiting myself. Like, this is when I was like, I probably started recruiting myself like end of high school, but this is like when I was like a freshman in high school and, uh, or even in middle school, I remember I would take the bus in to New York city. I wouldn't even tell my parents, which is super dangerous. Okay. Like, let's just say like, that is not something if I was a parent, I'd be super angry to find out that my kid was like going into New York city with a headshot and a resume, like, Oh, let me sing for you. But I would see, I would find these open casting calls online, right. For like, I don't know, something on Broadway. And I'd be like, I'm going to go audition for it. <laughs> I love that. And, yeah. And I would lie about my age. Cause you know, if you're under 18, you're really not supposed to be in the room without a parent. Like in these auditions, they'll tell you like your parent has to be with you. So I'd be like, Oh, I'm 18. And like, just lie. And like, they would still see me. I don't know, whatever. Um, and I would like, just show up with my headshot, my resume, and I would make it through some of these casting calls. Like I remember Spider-Man on Broadway. Thank God I didn't make, I didn't get booked for this because they really liked me. I went back like a couple of times and come to find that show, like shut down. Cause people were falling from the, like the scaffolding. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> I remember seeing stuff around that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I never like got booked for anything. I think I did like an off Broadway thing or whatever, but like, um, I don't know. Broadway was never my thing anyway. I just, I just did it, you know, for opportunity. Like I always wanted to just be get, given an opportunity. And that's what led me to, um, being signed my last year of high school. I got signed to this independent production and publishing company actually based in Jersey, oddly enough, by finding an audition online from them. And I was like, let me just audition. Let me go sing. I had been singing everywhere. I would just show up with like my headshot, my resume, a little demo tape that I had that was probably really badly recorded at the time. And I just sang for, for this company and they had been looking for an artist to develop, which was totally unheard of in the music industry because nobody develops anymore. You have to show up ready. And I just sang and they were like, let's, let's hit the ground running. And I didn't know the opportunity I was given was such a valuable one. So I ended up working with them instead of going to Berkeley for a scholarship in Boston, which was a big, big deal for my parents, but <laughs> I did that. <laughs> and yeah, and then it ended up, you know, I'm here now. So I think it, I did something right because there's a lot of great things happening now. So it's incredible. And when I think of like moments like that and stories like that, I think like, you know, if somebody was filming it and like, when I, I watched genius, the, the Kanye West documentary recently, and like yeah. same idea, roaming around New York, showing people your beats and stuff. You're just going around showing your music, auditioning for stuff. I think that's all great. I know. Let me just say, I saw Genius too. And when he played Jesus Walks in the in the office and they paid him no mind, I was like, I was livid. I was like, these people don't know the record was... they had. Oh my God. Yeah. And then he's rapping like all falls down in front of these just Rockefeller records. And they're just like, oh, okay. And that turns out to be, it's, it's, it was so nuts. It was insane. All right. Alas, we're going to play some games with you fan of the channel, fan of the series. So we want to take some of those series and apply them and see how you do. Nothing in terms of guessing a country or guessing a flag. You won't embarrass yourself like I do. Um, these are uh, the first game we're going to play is called Cut One Person. It's a new series that we launched recently. We'll give you four people. You'll tell us three that you're keeping and then the one that you're cutting from the list. I think this is going to be extremely tough for you. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> this is also backed by like, at least this first one, because I think I knew a few of your favorite artists. Um, I think this first one's going to be especially tough, but Brian, okay. you, want, you want to say the first one? <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. Cut one person. Beyonce, Rihanna, Mariah Carey, and Alicia Keys. So which one are you cutting out of those four? <laughs> this is madness. Okay. <laughs> ah! Okay. Um, I'm not like, it's not like, I'm killing them, right? It's not like I'm killing them. No, 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 no. Like cut them from okay. the roster. You know, you got them okay. on a record deal or something. <laughs> All right. So Beyonce, obviously bona fide star. So we're going to keep her. Rihanna, same thing. And she's just like bad gal. Riri, we got to keep her. She's like the, she is everything. Um, Mariah Carey is who I grew up listening to and vocally. And I could never cut my musical mother. So I will have to say, unfortunately, although she's mega talented and we love her to death, I do have to cut Alicia Keys. Please don't kill me. Ah! <laughs> we won't, we won't. It's fine. It's like someone had to get cut. Um, side question, um, Rihanna or Beyonce, if you had to choose one. 
Oh no, you cannot. Yeah, Wait, that's a good no. one there. That's so hard. No, you can't because I'll have people attacking me if you put this up online. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you don't want to answer it, we don't have to. That's fine. Ah, okay. Next one we actually did on our on our own TikTok. It was rappers. So you have Jay-Z, Eminem, Kanye West, and Lil Wayne. No. No, no, no. That's like my whole mixtape that I would like make when I was a kid. Like when we used to burn CDs. Okay. I want to see if your answer matches up with Zach's answer because he's the one who did it on the TikTok channel. I don't want to kill anybody off though. Not kill anybody, but I just don't want to get rid of anybody because I just love them. All the names you mentioned this time, it's like, that's really hard. Um, They're all legends. Start with who's safe. Start with who's safe. Okay. Jay, I mean, come on. That means like that's top five. And Wayne for me is top five too because Wayne is who I, I mean, I would listen to like no ceilings and just like early like Wayne you know, shit, like just driving around when I first got my license. Like, that's like my, <laughs> that just reminds me of when I was younger. I don't know. It's like, okay. They Eminem, all have so much music too. I know Eminem is like top five. I, oh my goodness. Hold on. All right. So you said you can't cut Jay. No, I can't cut Jay. I can't. All right. It's down to three now. You got Eminem, Kanye, and Lil Wayne. But I can't cut Kanye. Kanye is like my, my low key, like, inspiration like you know i mean i know people say all these things about him but it's just like man he's so inspiring if you're an artist if you're an artist you look at like his work you know and it's just like it's inspiring don't get sex started with kanye i know i are you a a big kanye i'm a a big fan i like him a lot that's again same thing and i also think a lot of his like antics i just think are very interesting too outside of you know um just his music and everything and i just think everything he does is is um very I will inspiring say, or yeah i will say he's got the marketing down i mean those antics oh, yeah, sometimes they're not just for like they're they're planned you know um okay for the reason of not just not having as much of an impact on me as the others i will say eminem but i immensely respect his talent it's not because i don't think he's like you know up there i just feel like the others have influenced me more than he has. So we'll say M, but I love him. Ah! Very fair. Zach, who did you go with? I cut Lil Wayne. And um, yeah. I think in the video, my justification was Jay and Kanye have to keep them. And then between those two, Eminem's a better lyricist. I don't have any connection really towards either one um, so much. I would never really listen, I guess, deep dived into Lil Wayne as much yeah. as I did Eminem. So it's, it's okay. I think, I think you got it down to the final two was good. Yeah. Early Wayne had bars. So if you get a chance, like, Fact. you know, Wayne was rapping when he was like really young, like super, super young. So that's really interesting, but yeah. All right. Next one, we got a couple or four legends. So it's not really nowadays it's legendary artists. We got Michael Jackson. We got Prince. We got Elvis Presley and we got Elton John. Who are you cutting out of those four? Oh no, you can't do this to me. We're doing it too. We did it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Michael Jackson is, I love, no, I I always list Michael Jackson as one of my top Prince, Michael Jackson. I mean, I'm looking at a book right now. That's like both of them. Like, okay. I can't, um, I can't cut those two. Um, Elton John. I love Elton. I'm going to have to No. You gotta do it. You have to do what you gotta do. You gotta do it. I just love, I think those three. Can we add like somebody that we don't? <laughs> no, that's not how the game works. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I feel bad if I cut. Are people going to be mad at me? You think? No. No. They'll be fine. We've right. survived this long by. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. I'm channel. cutting the third one. I don't want to say the name. He's we'll cutting Elvis. No, I feel bad because he's. Tell them that I got Elvis, but yeah. Also, Elvis had a very rough ending, so it's like, is that so inspirational to look up to? You know what I mean? I think you're um, you're experiencing what like so when we film, we film sixty videos in a session, and like there's a lot of debate that's going on in your head. Like we try and film them and like just go right away. So like whatever comes to mind, whatever you see is always the first take, which is yeah. why it's like you do these trivia or you make these cuts. It's like. Oh, you sit in there. It's like, rarely do we do a second take unless someone stumbles and you're like, oh, I can't, we got to, you know, redo that real quick. But the opinions yeah. and everything is true, genuine. I think you're experiencing it. And uh, okay. I think a little more respect for our channel now. <laughs> after yeah. that. 
and also when we started, we were, we were kind of like that, where we, we were giving these hot take opinions and cutting people out of these lists and everything. We would get all this, all these comments saying you made the wrong decision and so on, so on and so forth. And now we kind of just say whatever we think, the first thing we think, and we just yeah. go for it. I feel bad though, because they're going to attack me, but you know, <laughs> it has to be done. If I have to cut somebody, I have to cut them. It has so. to. I think you'll survive. I think, I think you'll be good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've been, okay. I've been pretty bad on the channel with some of my takes. I'll, I'll just say that. All right. Last one within that, uh, cut one person, Bruno Mars, Justin Timberlake or Ed Sheeran. Okay. I'm going to cut. Ah! No, this is hard for me. Do you guys, okay. When you think these out, do you give your specific reasons individually or uh, not at every time. I, I guess more times than not, we give a little explanation why. So it is good that I'm going into why. Is yeah. that okay? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that going to be like annoying? Okay. Um, all right. So Bruno Mars, I absolutely adore. I love his music. I love everything. I just went to the Grammys and I saw that like him win all these awards with Anderson, you know, for Silk Sonic. And I just oh, yeah. love everything they're doing right now. And I just love that he's, he makes real music. And I think we need that in the music industry and I will keep him. I love him. Um, now Justin is just like, Oh gee, you know what I'm saying? Like Justin is like, was doing this before, you know, the others were here and he's just, Oh gee. I mean, man, like how many hit records have we seen by this guy that have kind of like impacted pop culture, but Ed Sheeran is an amazing songwriter. And sometimes I listen to his records and I'm like, man, people don't even realize how good of a songwriter he is. Like sometimes he says something that you really think about. You're like, that's really clever. And I love a lyricist, you know, um, for the simple fact of him not being in my playlist as much nowadays, I'm going to cut Justin. Oh, I thought you were going to cut Ed Sheeran. I know you would think so. But this is the thing. Um, he hurt my girl, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> and for that reason, you got to go. So, Fair. yeah. <laughs> I think I would agree. I would do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would too. That's, that's great. I love that. We got one more cut one person for you. And oh, it's I didn't Ed, even see this one. All right. And it's New Jersey Artist Edition. Oh, okay. So we got Bon Jovi. We got okay. Halsey. <laughs> okay. We got Bruce Springsteen and we got Queen Latifah. Oh, that's so mean. I don't want to cut any of that. This, that's my like, something's in the water. That's what people say when they, when we talk about Jersey artists. Cause like there's so many great artists. Okay. I knew you were going to say Springsteen. I knew you were going to say Bon Jovi. I knew you were going to say Halsey is um, Jersey too. I knew that. And Queen Latifah. Okay. That's hard though. That's hard. Okay. You could have also thrown the Jonas brothers in there too. Well, but I don't, but I don't think it, if you did, I would cut them. So. <laughs> I don't think it would. That would have been easy for me. Poor yeah, you, might, you sure you don't want to throw them in? I just cut them all out. <laughs> Springsteen, Mon Jovi. It's just like, these are legends, but then I know the internet will be mad if I cut Halsey and she's got great records too. I have never been wildly impacted by Springsteen. Like Obviously, we all know like the popular records, but it's not my generation. Uh, so for that reason, we will cut Springs. Oh, that's so bad though, because like that's an no, classic. <laughs> you know what's yeah. bad is that he uh so Brian and I went out in Manasquan and he drove um, I think it was Memorial Day weekend last year, and he drove by and like literally no. like waved and like had his phone out and then drove off. And I turned to Brian, I go, Who is that? And I was no. like, that's Bruce Springsteen. I was like, I had no idea. I don't, I don't know. That's actually so cool. I, but the, okay, listen, I love living on a prayer. And so that's why I couldn't cut Bon Jovi. So I was like, you know what? I'll just cut Springsteen. But that's really cool to see. I think one time I was driving down the highway with my family and we saw Soprano. Um, wow. Tony Jam- Soprano? James Gandolfini? Yeah, yeah James yes. Gandolfini. Yeah. yeah. And he gave us the finger. He just was like. I guess we- it fits the character. Yeah, because we were all looking at him and my family like watches Sopranos or they watch Sopranos, you know? So they were like, oh my God, I think that's him. And he turned, he looked and he was like, fuck you. Like, you know? That's pretty, like, that's yeah! pretty crazy. <laughs> I'm 
like we were happy that he flipped us off, you know? <laughs> well, that's it for the cut one person. Okay. okay. I so, love these games. These are so fun. I love them. That's okay. what keeps us going. That's what we They're do. Bread and butter. <laughs> Let's start. This is Mount Rushmore. So you okay. got four choices to be able to, to put out there. So say this was a Mets one. I'm a big Mets fan. I'd say uh-huh. DeGrom, Alonzo, like whoever. Um, and you choose four. So who is on your Mount Rushmore of musical artists? Okay. Only four, right? Yeah. That's the tough part is you got to limit it. Okay. Michael. Wait, they could be dead, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Michael Jackson, for sure. Madonna, for sure. Mariah Carey. Last one's tough. I know because I'm thinking of a couple different people. There's a couple different ways that this could go. See, it's, it's hard. Like, it's not easy. <laughs> you know, okay. I really want to say something from the past that's really influenced me. Like I love Billie Holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I like late when I saw Lady Sings the Blues, that like really changed my life. Cause I was like, oh my God, this woman lived the craziest life and was still able to sing in like you. And when you hear her voice come on anywhere, you just know it's Billie Holiday. And for that reason, I'll add Billie because I love the emotion. I do. I'm an artist. I like so it. Emotional people. Yeah. I like it. Zach, you wanted to do the last one? Yeah, I, I was just curious because um, yeah. you know, creating music and, and being able to kind of, you know, a lot of times this is our people, but I was wondering um, instruments, who is on your Mount Rushmore or what is on your Mount Rushmore of instruments? Oh, okay. So I could choose four instruments that I, I, I want. I want to plug in here. I know you're self-taught on piano and guitar. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to choose piano. Yeah, you know, I'm going to choose piano. I, well, yeah, I'll choose piano. I would choose guitar, acoustic specifically, because I would mainly play acoustic when I don't have nails on. Um, are you allowed to choose software? I guess not, because it's not an inch. Well, no, it's not. It doesn't count, right? I'll go. I'm, I'm for I would it. count it. Let's break the rules. I want to <laughs> say my, my microphone. I have my like rec- rec- my recording equipment here. So I have this little microphone right here. This is a TLM 103. It's a Neumann microphone. And everybody always asks me, what's the microphone you use? Like that's going to give you the magic ability to sound good. Like it's, it's just great equipment. It's not going to make you like Beyonce. Okay. <laughs> but um, that microphone is definitely on my Mount Rushmore because I, I can't live without it ever since I you know started using it. And um, I would say, can I choose an like, can I, so since we could go with software, I would choose Pro Tools because that's like my, you know, DAW of choice. And I, I'm an engineer like as well. So I, I know Pro Tools very well. I've been engineering for many years now. So I would say I can't like, I can't live without Pro Tools. That's how I make all my music. So yeah, those are four things, right? Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask which uh, music software you use. I, I like, I'm very not musically talented, but like enough that, you know, I'm respectable. I'm self-taught on guitar. I could play you know, a good amount of songs, but um, like hey. I'll use, I'll use logic. Like it's very user-friendly, but like I've always wanted, and my friends who are more into music use pro tools. Yeah. Logic is great too. I mean, whatever gets the job done. I was just like trained on, on pro tools from yeah. that I saw before. So yeah, but whatever gets the job done. All right. We got one more for you here. Yay. Who's on your Mount Rushmore of, I'm going to combine two of them, actors slash actresses. Oh, okay. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. We can do Johnny Depp. Justice for Johnny. We love, we love Johnny Depp though. (laughs) Let me just say he was always any, any of my, what's your, what's your favorite role that Johnny Depp played? Okay. Edward Scissorhands. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, Edward Scissorhands probably, Um, but I love him in Sweeney Todd. I mean, everybody loves him in Pirates, but I mean, I love like, like Johnny's like, earlier you know like him just being this quirky i mean he's still quirky in pirates but i mean like edward scissorhands that was crazy man like you know i just um, watched the movie blow for the first time and it's oh yeah such a good movie great movie although we don't we don't we don't condone that but it is a great we movie. don't like amber but <laughs> but yeah um get the internet riled up with that one um okay but yeah we love johnny i think he's he was always my favorite like people like my my sister i always used to say people be like who's your favorite actor johnny depp johnny depp because i loved the character acting like the quirkiness anything he did with tim burton and that's why i would always say tim burton's my favorite director because i just love like you know even like in alice in wonderland just the quirkiness of him is is so it's a it's like whimsical so yeah johnny okay that's number one leonardo dicaprio i love him he's just I mean, really. That's no debate there. I mean, he's phenomenal. 
I mean, really, there's just no He's denying one of the it. goats. Right. Um, okay, we need to, I need to get some women in here. Um, Angelina Jolie. I know people hate, but man, she, like uh, in Girl Interrupted, have you guys seen it? I haven't seen I have that not. one now. That's like a crazy movie. I mean, I love Tomb Raider, Angel- Angie, you know what I'm saying? Like that always, because for me, I write music for women and for women and for the gays. Like I want everybody to feel like their badass self. I mean, guys can listen to, but you know what I mean? Like it's just badass, like f- female empowerment or just empowerment in general. And sometimes when I'm writing these records, because, you know, sometimes we don't feel like the most badass version of ourselves, like on the daily, but to make yourself get to that place, that's why I write the songs and I listen to the records that I write because it reminds me like you are that bitch, you know? And sometimes we need that reminder. And when I'm writing some of the songs I write, sometimes I put on like a movie that gives me like that female badass energy. And sometimes that movie will be like Tomb Raider with Angie, with Angie though. I say Angie, like we're friends. I'm like, you don't mean Angie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Angelina Jolie, because, you know, we always, we love a badass, and also i just love her like i just i think she is a great actress um okay so that's three we need one more i keep going into too much detail you guys are probably just like no you're good like, we love the detail <laughs> okay um um last one would be last one would be okay this is gonna like throw it back a little bit but no i'm gonna say al pacino Ooh. wow great pick yeah, great pick. I love best... Scarface. So there you go. That's I was say, what's his best movie? The South. Yeah, that that's my favorite movie of all time, actually, if, in general. You're gonna be pretty disappointed in me because I've never seen Scarface, and it's my brother's favorite movie too. No! <laughs> oh my god! I know. I have to watch it. Yeah, that movie will change your life. You'll leave your house like, okay, man, like what we do? Like, you'll, start feeling, <laughs> you'll start feeling like a boss. You'll go to the Wendy's, be like, give me a baked potato. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I got to watch the movie then. Wait, what have you guys picked for actors? I really want to know. Oh, for actors? <sighs> We're talking like quality actors or can we throw some comedy in there? Anything you want. Oh, I mean, for- there's great comedy too. I should have said some like, yeah. Okay. Like Will Ferrell's great, you know? Yeah, I'll go yeah. for it. Like Will Ferrell's my my comedy actor guy. Um, I like I like Leo a lot. Um su- surprise maybe surprisingly, I don't know. He's just jumps to my mind. Um Edward Norton, I think it's great okay. in yeah. a lot of the movies that he's in. And I feel like no matter what movies he's in, it's it's a solid one. There's so many good actors and actresses. I know yeah. it's a hard one. It really is hard. I'm probably gonna think of some later today and be like, fuck, why did I <laughs> yeah, say like- that? Like, I wasn't even thinking of Johnny Depp, but I think Johnny Depp is close. He's like, he's up there for me. And I don't think he even has an Oscar yet, right? They said. I don't think he does. It's like a shame. Which is crazy. Yeah. Well, I could tell you Zach's least favorite actor. His least favorite actor is Ben Affleck. (laughs) I don't don't mess with Ben. (laughs) Wait, why? What's the real, what's the reason? You just don't like him? Yeah, I don't know. I just like, like Goodwill Hunting, like good supporting role actor. Like he was great in that. And I just... The rest of the actors, I just feel like he's trying too hard. I don't, I don't like the movies he's in. I don't know. It's just something about that. Everybody asks and comments on the videos like, what you got against Ben? I was like, I don't know. He was a mediocre Batman and like the rest of it, you know, it's history. <laughs> like, I never, you know, I haven't even, well, I, I have, I think I've seen it. the Batman was like a long time ago. No. Yeah. I think he, he did the Bat Batman versus Superman. He was the Batman, right? Oh also, yeah. 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 I'm also fake because like, I've never seen that movie because Ben Affleck's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> how can you judge him if you've never seen it but then again he, he is known as like i guess the pretty boy right like he's always like the handsome guy and it's like hard to be attracted because you know it's always like is it their looks or are they actually really talented i think like that could be a debate as well you know i think um uh the town i heard was actually oh yeah that's one of my actually favorite movies of all time I've heard that's actually a better one, which I haven't seen. Brian, you have it. You have four actors and actresses, real quick. Uh, Will Ferrell's my number one comedy actor. Me and Zach are similar on that page. I I love Brad Pitt. Yeah. Um, I really like Johnny Depp. Um, yeah. And then I like Angelina know. Jolie. Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is a is a great one. That's a great one. Yeah. yeah. I like Margot Robbie. That's who I like. Margot I like Robbie's Margot also Robbie. Solid. Oh, she's great. She she's kills great. It. 
every movie she kills it. You're right. Yeah, That's a, that would have been a good one. Yeah. Alas, I wish we could spend more time. Um, I loved it. It was so fun, though. Yeah, it was great being able to talk to you. You hear a little bit about your music, your creative process. Um, I'm going to take credit, and I'm so happy of it, of the research that we did to be able to ask <laughs> Yes, I love that you did research. Thank you for, like, you know, doing research, asking me questions. When you said illustrious, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> because that's, like, an earlier part of my career. I'm not embarrassed about it. It's just, like, it's so funny because it's, like, people don't even know that side of me, like, that I even did that because it was, it feels like centuries ago and what's on the internet is like more, I guess, covered. It's just more than that. You know, it just covers up all the older, older stuff. So yeah, thank the deep for dive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Actually I did a show in New York city. I opened up for Danity Kane at like Irving Plaza. It was like sold out. And like, I'm thinking nobody knows me. And like, there was like a couple of, well, a couple people knew me, but there was one person in the crowd that held up the cover of illustrious huh. on the phone just to show me they're like, Oh my God. And I'm like, no freaking way. Like that's, that's pretty awesome. Right. Yeah. I was like, you know, this other music, like that feels like a different version of myself. So it's cool to like, kind of have people know those things about you. Cause it's not like I was born yesterday doing this, you know? Yeah. That is really yeah. cool. I think, yeah. I think you see it a lot with the progression of like even our TikTok page or, or artist music, you see the progression of how they've, you know, grown as an artist. Um, so being able to deep dive back into some of your music and see the progress and, um, you know, to, to your most recent music that you put out is, is really awesome. I think anybody who's discouraged by what their initial, um, you know, work is, don't be. You get better by practicing. Those are my encouraging words of the day, I guess. <laughs> I agree. I think you sometimes it's it's encouraging for us artists to see like, you know, the er, the early work that wasn't necessarily the evolved version of themselves because it's like we all start somewhere, you know. So. Yeah, you could you could scroll back on our TikTok and see some cringy videos as well. <laughs> me too. Me too. And I could probably <laughs> private those. Now that you said that, I might go. <laughs> But yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Anything you want to share with our audience? Um, Alas, before we head out. I just want to say thank you for having me. I appreciate you guys. You're so fun. And I love being here. Go stream Money Dance. That's my new record that's out now. Um, and yeah, and thanks for having me. I loved it. Of course. All right. That's a wrap here for the Makeshift Podcast. We will see you in the next episode. Thank you, Alas.